Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B, and on this show, we'll talk truth on tough topics to help you normalize and navigate the junk and invite you to choose epic joy on the daily. Because let's be honest, life gets to be a whole lot of both. We'll jam on beliefs, breakups, body image, and so much more to create breakthroughs and become the truest you. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Let's start. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. Today, I have a solo jam for you. And this episode was inspired by a conversation that I had with a friend recently who was going through some uh, physical trauma in her body and um, uh, just had injured herself and was kind of trying to come back on the mend, rehabilitation of herself. And she brought up the fact that so many people that she had been talking to would give her the advice or suggestion to just stay positive, just be positive, just think happy thoughts, and then you will whisk the pain away. And I thought that this was a really interesting and necessary conversation that we have around positivity in general. And it got me to thinking, okay, well, yeah, that's really important. And you guys know I'm like good vibes, happy vibes, feeling all the vibes, um, thrive on joy and really getting people's vibration to a space of elevation as much as possible. But it's real, this message is so important today because it's so important that we do not, on the journey to joy, we do not dismiss or discount pain. Pain is part of the process. And we can't just think our way to a better situation. Now that gets to be a part of the enhancement, part of the process, of course, but we can't lie to ourselves. And oftentimes when we're going through hard things physically, mentally, and emotionally, I see this time and time again, where our friends and our loved ones and people who care about us with good intentions, just say, keep positive, stay positive, be positive. And one of the things that my friend said to me is like, I don't want to be positive. This hurts. This hurts so bad. It's with me every single day. And even though I'm showing up to rehabilitation, therapy sessions, all the things to get better, feel better, be better. And I desire for my life to look different, be different and feel different. I don't want to be happy about it right now. I want to be mad about it. I want to be sad about it. I want to feel frustrated about it. I want to know that it's okay to cry when this hurts. And I want you guys to know today that whatever you're going through, growing through, going through, you get to feel all the feels and everything gets to be part of the process, including the negative feelings, including the negative emotions, if you want to label it. There's that positivity, negativity, contrast, but can we just embrace all of it? And so I want to talk about um, first positivity. So we all know what positivity is. It's, it's, I got this, I can do this, you know, I'm happy and really feeling that kind of high vibration. 
it's going to be great. Or maybe even saying, I am great. I am healed. I am amazing. All these positive affirmations. But I want to caution you today to consider what only the aspect of positivity has on you. So sometimes if we are only focused on positivity alone, this mindset work instead of all of the works, our mind can take us on a trip. We go on a mind trip and we try to just say these things over and 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 over again. But the body knows that we're not okay. The body knows that it needs more. And it can't just have these band-aids or these moments of uh, dopamine hits in the mind to kind of trick us. So if we're only thinking positive thoughts, what this can create is a a space called um, spiritual bypassing. And spiritual bypassing is just this. It's when we try to talk ourselves out of the pain. We go, I'm fine. How many times have you guys said to yourself, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm moving on. But you know, in your intuition, in your heart, in your body, that you're not fine. Maybe you just had a fight with somebody and it's easier. The easier route is to just say, this is too much work to actually feel the pain, to work through the situation. And so I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Leave me alone. And then we walk out the door, we slam the door, and we just try to put it behind us. Sweep it under the rug is another an- analogy. There's all this dirt, this, there's all this mess. But you know what? I'll just think positive and I'll just sweep all that dirt under the rug and nobody will see it. This is so dangerous because our body knows that we're still in pain. And so it's going to continue to add on layers of trauma and symptoms that are gonna leave us stuck in the yuck. What spiritual bypassing does by saying, I'm just gonna think positive when really I don't feel it, I'm gonna ignore the pain. It's saying, I'm gonna ignore, spiritual bypassing is, I'm going to ignore what I'm actually feeling for the benefit of something else. Maybe it's to make someone else feel better. Maybe it's because you think you're gonna trick your mind into feeling better. But all spiritual bypassing is doing is saving it for later. It's leftovers. If you think of, I'm just going to eat this later. I'm going to save this for later. I don't really feel like it now. And then we save it for later. And what happens in the fridge? It just starts to rot. It gets a little bit stinkier. It gets a little sour. It gets all these things. And before you know it, do you really want to eat that later? Do you want to consume that later? Not really. It just gets worse. So don't spiritual bypass. We feel it in the, in the now. We feel it here and now because we don't want to eat rotten food. And so I use this analogy because basically what happens is we take all of these feelings and then they get stuck in our emotional digestive tract. They become really, really difficult to process. They quote unquote, stop us up. And then we can't find the relief that we need until we move through the emotions. So don't save it for later and just think, I'm just going to think positive thoughts or sweep it under the rug. The second thing that positivity only does is it creates the sense of masking 
And masking is really what it sounds like, putting on a mask, putting on a facade, again, for the benefit of the others around you so that they don't have to see or feel your pain with you. And that's not your responsibility. And that's not what's best for you. It's masking is keeping up this appearance. I did this a lot during my divorce where I just didn't want anybody to feel the pain with me or hold the responsibility with me or all the things. And so I tried to keep up this appearance of I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. So I had spiritual bypassing in combination with masking. And oftentimes what masking does is a couple things. It creates exhaustion. You're trying to keep up with this persona, this personality, this uh, emotional being that you aren't really for the benefit of something else. Masking also creates universal confusion. And what I mean by that is the universe is always working for us. The universe is attracting the exact thing that our words speak and that our vibration is. But if our words are speaking one thing, a positive affirmation per, you know, per se, is that the right word per se? <laughs> I don't know. A positive, uh, positive mantras over and over. If our words are speaking one thing and our body is vibrating at a completely different emotionality frequency, it's going to create confusion in the universe. And then it won't know what to send in our direction. It won't know what to manifest. It won't know direction that we want to go. And what that does when our beliefs don't match our behaviors, when our words don't from our mind don't match the vibration of what our body feels, we get into this state of self-sabotage. I know you guys have felt this over and over and over and over again, where you're like, why am I here again? Why is this not moving forward? Why am I stuck again? It's because maybe the messages that your mind is trying to say are not the reality of what your heart, your body, and your intuition is storing and asking you to process. So we have to be really, really careful in this positivity mindset because if we just mask it and we try to keep up this appearance and we come exhausted by it, then what happens after self-sabotage is resentment, is shame, is blame towards ourselves for putting ourselves in that position, right? And I hear people say this one all the time too, right? I, I should just be, I should be grateful. I should just be so grateful. I should just be grateful. And absolutely. You guys know that the number one track to gratitude is celebration, right? Gratitude provides so many gifts and so many blessings. But we get to choose what we're grateful for. Maybe you're not grateful that you fell down the stairs and broke your leg. Maybe you're not grateful. That's okay. Can you find gratitude in it? Absolutely. But if you don't believe that you're actually grateful for that, then we're going to create the situation of chaos in the body again, of resentment, of shame, of blame. So you can find growth in every experience. I truly believe that. But instead of I should just be grateful, we have to be careful because 
I should just be grateful can also create this state of complacency. All right, this state of um, being grateful for something doesn't mean that you get to give up. I'm gonna use an example here and I don't think my mom is gonna mind. And if she does, I'm just gonna edit this out. I'll ask for permission. But my mom fell and hurt her hip really bad. And my mom is really, really active. She's a super positive person. She's such a motivation and inspiration. And, but she fell and she really, really injured herself. And one of the ways that she keeps up her vibration every single day is she goes on a walk for uh, four miles every morning. She doesn't miss a morning and um, she doesn't miss it when it rains. She doesn't miss it when it snows. The only time that it keeps her from it is usually if it's lightning out. Okay. So she's fully committed and she loves her morning walks. Like it's not about winning a race or doing any of that stuff or, or losing weight or any of that stuff. It literally makes her feel so good. So when she hurt herself, when she injured herself, she could not move at all. She could barely get up to walk to the bathroom. And so she started going to physical therapy, feeling really, really frustrated. This takes a mental and emotional toll on people when they physically injure themselves. It also takes an emotionally, an emotional and mental toll on your well-being because the things that you used to be able to do, you can no longer do. So she was trying to see this on the sunny side up after weeks and weeks of therapy and just not really feeling and seeing a ton of progress, feeling super frustrated. She decided like, I got to do something about this. And I got to give her a lot of credit because I remember coming home and sitting down with her and just feeling her soul so much. And I'm an empath. So I feel everything. And I could tell how sad this was making her and, and just uh, feeling so literally just feeling paralyzed in life. And then she said, well, you know what, Heidi, the thing is I've lived a really good life. Now my, now I'm going to preface this by saying my mom is 65. She's in great health. Her heart is great. Her mindset's great. Her like, she's, everything's great. Okay. But this really knocked her down physically and emotionally and mentally. And so she says to me, you know, Heidi, I've lived a really good life. I've gotten to travel so much with my family. I've gotten to do so many things. I still have all the other amazing things in my life and people in my life that I love that will do things with me. And even if I just have to sit on the park bench and watch everybody else doing all the fun things, at least, at least I can do that. And I looked at her and I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And she's like, what? You know, basically like, Heidi, you're the life coach. Like, I thought you would be happy to hear that I've accepted this. And this is just my new life of being a mobile. And I said, no way. There is no way. I'm so glad that you are showing gratitude. I'm so glad that you are committed to your emotional well-being and your mental well-being right now. But you get to say yes to yourself and you this this gratitude is not permission to give up. Your positivity does not get to be your opportunity for complacency. Okay, you guys? I'm saying this to all of you listening. Your positivity does not get to be your opportunity 
to just sit in complacency and say things like, I guess it's been a good life. I guess that's how it is for me. No way, no way. You can use gratitude when you switch from positivity to possibility. And we'll get there in just a moment. This is not a chance for complacency. And so I said to my mom, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean to tell me that you've been doing eight weeks of physical therapy and now we're just to a phase of, I guess this is how it is for me? No freaking way. My mom is going to be that 95-year-old, 105-year-old woman who is still climbing mountains with us on vacation. Are you kidding me? If you've ever met her, if you've ever seen her, you know that this is the woman that she is. And so I'm like, if we have to buy you a new hip or five new hips or a whole new leg and keep at this, like, that's where we're going. Possibility. Like, Positivity is fine, but we're going for possibility here, right? So positivity, positivity is fine. Positivity is great, but make sure as shit that the body is on board and has time to process the pain. It's got to, just like healing a physical wound, you have to heal emotionally. It's a whole package. So let's talk about now possibility. Possibility over positivity. Possibility is the wonder, the hope, the curiosity. Possibility is if I don't know for sure what's going to happen, then anything is possible. This is where a lot of people get tripped up. We go, okay, this feels uncertain. I've never been here before. I've never experienced this before. So this probably isn't going to work. And then we fill our brains with doubt, disbelief. And then we wonder why nothing ever changes. We wonder why nothing ever happens. We wonder why, because we're not a vibrational match for our wonder, our hope, and our curiosity. And so remember this, if you don't know for sure what's going to happen, don't make the bad assumption. Don't make the D minus assumption. You guys have heard me talk about A plus assumptions before. If you desire to go down the path, and I don't encourage you to do this, but if you are going to use the phrase, what if, one of two things has to happen. If you use the phrase, what if, then you have to follow it with an A plus assumption first. A plus assumption is, instead of what if I never walk again, it's what if in a couple of months I'm climbing mountains again. If you dare to journey down the path of what ifs, could ofs, should ofs, would ofs, you have to give yourself the self-respect of what if A plus assumptions. So anytime you ask yourself, but what if? and your brain starts to go to some security mechanism, the danger zone, what if this bad thing happens, then you also must replace that, must think the opposite of what if the best thing happens. Because if you don't know for sure, then anything is possible. Anything is possible. So let's live in this land of possibility, of wonder, of hope, of curiosity. 
And what happens if we don't choose curiosity? Like, ooh, I wonder what can happen here. This is exciting. If anything can happen, I'm going to choose to believe that the bus can happen. And that's where the positivity element comes in, right? I'm going to choose to believe in the most positive possibility. Boom, mic drop. That's it, you guys. I'm going to choose to believe in the most positive possibility, right? Versus the critic, because your inner critic is always going to come in and try to shut you down. So I want to ask you guys today, where in life does it feel uncertain? Where does it feel uncertain? Can you take an inventory of uncertainty? And can we open up and shift the critic to a curious curiosity, to curious, a curious space? Once we've taken an inventory of uncertainty, then we can wake up with intention to nurture and nourish our possibility, our positive possibility. We don't just wait and see. We don't just wait and see. We are active participants in creating and destroying our lives that we see right in front of us. So we don't just sit and wait and see. Okay, I've set the positive possibility. I believe it. I've worked through it in my body. I felt the tears. I felt the felt the pain. I felt the frustration. And I'm going to invite in this sense of possibility. possibility. But... We now have to wake up with intention and aligned action towards that positive possibility. So you need to ask yourself this question, who do I need to show up as today to have the life that I desire? Who do you need to show up to today to have the life that you desire? And a follow-up question of this, jot this one down. What's the next smallest step in that direction? In that direction. Who do I need to show up as? And what's the next smallest step I need to go in that direction? If the possibility is climbing the mountains on family vacation again, who do I need to show up, uh, show up as in this morning to be the woman that's going to climb the mountain? What would she say to herself today? What would she do for herself today? How would she serve herself today? How would she act as herself today as the woman that has two fully functioning legs to climb that mountain? We show up as her and then we take the next smallest step because obviously we're not going to drive to the mountain when we can't actually hike it, right? When our intention is to hike it. But what's the next smallest step? The next smallest step is maybe stretching. Maybe we've already stretched. The next smallest step is to walk to the mailbox or around the block. And we add on, add on, add on every day with this embodiment of possibility, possibility every day. And then we invite in this element of surprise and delight. Surprise and delight. Sometimes we get ourselves confused because we want to be so certain that everything's going to happen. 
So I want you to begin to adopt the mindset and the mantra of, I wonder how life will surprise me today. I wonder how life will surprise me today. I want to back up just a second because last night I watched a movie on Netflix that I think everybody should watch. Maybe it was on Prime. It doesn't matter. It's called Brittany Runs a Marathon. Go watch that movie and you will understand what I'm talking about in who do you need to be and what is the smallest step in the direction of where you want to go. That's a great movie. My sister recommended it and I haven't watched it for like over two years. I think it's been out a while. (laughs) It's a great movie. It totally inspired me um, to wake up this morning and ask myself that question. I ask myself that question all the time. Who do I need to show up as today? If I'm not that woman, who do I need to show up as today to be the woman that becomes that woman? And what's the smallest step that I need to take in the direction of her? That's all. So let's shift back into surprise over certainty. Sometimes we think we have to be so certain before we take those micro actions, but we don't have to have certainty because remember that in this space of uncertainty, when we don't know what's going to happen, anything is possible. So I want you to ask yourself this question. I wonder how life will surprise me today. What lessons will I learn? What messages will I receive? What gifts will I gain? What celebrations will I have? What opportunities will unfold? What challenges will come about that will expand my capacity for a physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual experience? When we come at life from the lens of curiosity instead of our inner critic, we will be surprised and delighted so much more frequently. So let's push the edges of our growth and know that everything is happening for you in perfect timing. Everything. We need to flip the script of uncertainty and positivity and step out of our fears. Instead of fearing the unknown, we get to say, I'm excited for a surprise. I'm excited to see how life is going to surprise and delight me today. And we get to know that positivity has a space and a place within, within possibility. No more spiritual bypassing, no more masking. We get to feel the pain and we get to invite in possibility. I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. I hope that you have the most incredible day and I hope that you take some of these things and that you try them on for size. If you do, when you do, how you do, I want you to message me. I want you to DM me or message me, private message me, and let me know that you listened to this episode, that you loved it, and this is how it impacted your day, your life, and your well-being. It would mean the world to me. It would mean the world to me if you enjoyed this episode, if you would take a screenshot of this episode and put it on your Facebook page, put it on your Instagram. I want to be able to help more people step out of the junk and into their joy daily. And I need your help to support this mission. So if you love this, please go out and share. You can tag me at joyfully be on Instagram. That would be epic. 
All right, my loves, have a wonderful, magical day. Go out into the world, shine your light bright, and love yourself healthy. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message, question, or share your own junk to joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcast. To learn more about Cup of Joy the Podcast, and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon.